0: Some of my favorite memories with my children are those times when we were brave and we got out of the house and explored, explored our local woods, explored our museums, or we went even further afield, but we were together away from our normal routine. And I think the reason why those memories are so dear to my heart is because those were the times when I felt closest to my children, where I felt most connected and most present with them and maybe you feel the same way but there are a lot of things that hold you back from getting out of the house and taking trips with your kids so that's what we're going to talk about in today's episode how to take trips with your kids and survive when things go wrong this is episode number 65 of the Raising Mums podcast Welcome to Raising Mums, a live weekly broadcast streaming on Facebook and Instagram that inspires mums to live with purpose and intention to raise their children mindfully and empowers mothers everywhere to own their lives and thrive doing it. I know that there are experiences that you want your children to have. There are adventures that you want to have with your children. Going on an adventure, getting out of the house and taking trips pushes you outside those confines of your regular routine you want to take your kids out and about you want to form those amazing memories and and those heart connections with your kids that's what it's all about but you're afraid i know that you listening to this right now you can think of something some trip you want to take with your kids you can think right now of an experience that you would love to do with them but you're hesitant. Maybe you have a baby or a toddler who you're worried won't cope with the experience. Maybe it's so far away and you've never been to that part of the country or that part of the city. Maybe you're worried if you're strong enough or you won't get tired or the children will get tired or you're just afraid. But there is something that you want to do that you think will be amazing for the kids. For me, it's hiking. I would love to take my children hiking. Right now... I know we're not in that season yet, but we're getting close. Maybe like me, you've got a toddler and climbing up a mountain isn't possible yet, but one day it will be. So don't dwell on your limitations. Make the most of what you have and trust that Allah will fill in the gaps. So how do you actually get out the house? <laughs> how do you take this trip? Well, it starts with being intentional. It starts with planning. You have to decide, okay, today, tomorrow, tomorrow, Every Friday, every Thursday, we're going to get out the house. We are going to do something. And you plan accordingly. You plan the snacks, you plan the transport, you look at the route you're going to take. You have to prepare ahead of time. Not only will that put your mind at ease and help things to run more smoothly, but all of that work that you've put in will make sure that you actually follow through. So when you're preparing, always prepare for the worst, my friends. <laughs> prepare for the worst. Pack snacks and then pack some more snacks, and then probably put a few more in as well after that. Pack plenty to drink, pack a first aid kit, pack spare clothes. Everybody's bag will look different when they take a trip with their kids, depending on the age of the children and the sort of scraps that they usually get into. So plan ahead. Maybe you might want to take some colouring books or some kind of activity for them to do in the car. And don't forget baby wipes or wet wipes. Don't forget to take a bag for rubbish. If, like me, you have a child who likes to collect things wherever they are, make sure you have an extra Ziploc bag for him or her to put his treasures in when you go around. And preparing ahead of time for a trip like this does mean saying no to other things. Things will crop up. You might get an opportunity for your children to do something else on that day, to do an online class. People might want to come over to your place And so you have to be prepared to say no in those situations if you want to honour the trips that you are planning with your children. When you go out with your kids, (laughs) when you go out with your kids, expect something to go wrong. And I don't say this to be pessimistic, but if you are getting out the house with a child or more than one child, something is not going to go to plan. And actually being aware of that and knowing that it is going to happen is so freeing, rather than living in fear that something is gonna go wrong, just knowing when you leave the house with a smile, something will go wrong, but we will work it out. Because when you walk through those difficulties with your children, together with your children, it pulls you together, it makes that relationship stronger. When you can't find a spot in the car park, when you lose your purse somewhere, when the baby has a meltdown and all the other children have to pull together and help to calm the toddler down. Whatever the situation is when you go out the house, walking through those difficulties together makes your relationship stronger because you come out the other side having conquered that problem as a family. If everything went smoothly and everything was wonderful, that trip would probably be forgotten. But it is the difficulties surviving those difficulties and working through them that actually builds that relationship with your child. So let's just stop now for a quick break and a message from today's sponsor. This episode is being sponsored by Mirage Stories. Mirage Stories is an Islamic app for Muslim children. It includes Islamic audiobooks, It includes some Islamic cartoons, which my children love, interactive children's stories and lots of educational games. And what I really appreciate and what I know you will appreciate too is that there are no adverts. Alhamdulillah. And now Mirage Stories have very kindly offered and offered you listeners an exclusive discount. So if you'd like to claim your discount, just go to ourmuslimhomeschool.com forward slash mirage, and that will get you up to 30% off. This app is a wonderful alternative to mainstream entertainment for Muslim children ages four through to nine. The quality of their production is outstanding, and you know that I really value high quality stories with really rich language and these stories do deliver. Um, Your children can listen to them in the car when they're having their lunch as a bedtime story. It's just a very easy way to incorporate Islamic learning into your child's life. The interactive games are really high quality. They'll teach your children how to pray, make wudu, some simple Arabic, learning the names of Allah and so much more. I cannot recommend it enough. We have been using Mirage Stories for years. So if you would like to claim that 30% discount, just go to our Muslimhomeschool.com forward slash Mirage. So when a difficulty happens, no that this was to be expected, something was going to happen. And this is an opportunity to make your relationship with your children stronger, and perhaps even make their relationship with Allah stronger. And I'll explain what I mean there. Because when things go wrong, the first thing you should do is make dua. Make dua in your heart, make dua out loud, however you want to do it. But pray to Allah to help you through this. And encourage your children to make dua as well. Can you imagine the lesson they will learn from that? So let's just say that you lose your car keys. You're in the museum and then you can't find your car keys. I think this may have happened to me. (laughs) So you can't find your car keys, you start to panic. Then you remember to make dua. And then you tell your children, guys, make dua, I can't find my car keys. Can you imagine the joy and the lesson they will learn when you find your car keys at the bottom of your handbag or in your pocket or wherever it is that you left them. The lesson that will teach them. And of course, if you don't find your car keys, what then? Well, then you just teach them that other lesson that don't worry because Allah is going to give us something even better. And then you can make a game out of it. Or what do you think that might be? And you can all start guessing about the the greater, more exciting thing, the better thing that will come from this difficulty. But by pulling your children in to this difficulty, by asking for their help and connecting it back to their Lord, they're learning a far more valuable lesson than whatever trip it was to the museum or whatever they learnt in the library. They're learning to trust in Allah. The next thing you need to do when you or on a trip, and things go wrong, is do your best to be flexible. If your little one spills juice all over himself, and you've already used up all your spare clothes, then get creative. <laughs> Turn something else inside out, or, or just zip up his coat extra high, or just make do with what you have. Be flexible. It's not ideal, but in the moment, do what you can to be flexible and laugh and smile about it something that can really help when things don't go well for you and your children when you're out and about is to recall stories that you have taught them about people of the past who faced adversity whether that is prophets from the quran peace be upon them all or the sahaba may allah be pleased with them or you know anybody from history who has faced an adversity recalling those stories puts whatever trouble you're having in the moment in perspective it's so valuable to the children it can start a beautiful lesson because those difficulties you're facing on your trip they're happening for a reason and you can make it what you want you can make it mean very little at all it's just a difficulty a struggle that we're having to deal with isn't this annoying or you can elevate this and use this as an opportunity to remember the great people of the past and how they faced difficulties. And likewise, this is an opportunity to recall scripture, to recall Quran, to recall sayings of the Prophet, peace be upon him. There are so many verses in the Quran that you could call upon, that you could refer to in a difficulty. In Surah Baqarah, Allah says, and we will surely test you with something of fear and hunger and a loss of wealth and lives and fruit, but give good tidings to the patient. Um, There is whoever relies upon Allah, then he is sufficient for him. There's the dua of Prophet Yunus, peace be upon him. There are many du'as as well, prophetic du'as that you can, your children can memorize in English or in Arabic And can be recalled in those moments when you're facing a difficulty. Where you need Allah's help. This is why we do this. This is why we learn those du'as. This is why we memorise those parts of the Qur'an. To say them, to use them in real life. And so when you're in that situation with your children. What a beautiful opportunity this is. To tie together their Islamic education. What they're learning in their madrasa or with you at home. With real life that Islam is not something f- just from a book. This is used in life. This is how we thrive as Muslims. This is how we live. So when you are facing a difficulty, <laughs> whatever it is, even if it's something small like losing your keys, there is absolutely no reason why you and your children cannot recall a verse from the Quran or or say a du'a together, whether that is just something from the heart or that is something that you've memorised as a, a prophetic du'a. All of those things are so valuable. And it's, again, it's just about elevating that opportunity from something that could be nothing, could be dismissed, could be wasted, to something that could be a really valuable lesson for you and for your children. And then one day your children will remember, oh, do you remember that time? Do you remember that time we were at the museum and you lost your keys and we all made du'a for Allah to help us find them and then you found them? They will always remember that and they will always remember that lesson that they learned that day at the museum. I hope you enjoyed that episode today. If you found it valuable, if you found it useful, please share it with your community, share it with your friends on WhatsApp, Facebook, wherever you hang out online. And please do leave this podcast a five-star review. I want to thank Sister Rosine, who just left a five-star review. I'll just read out what she said. She said, I find myself listening to Dr. Gemma when I'm feeling low with our homeschooling or in myself as a mum and find that her words really knock some sense into me while also helping me to be more forgiving to myself. Alhamdulillah. Thank you so much, Razine, for leaving that, that review. I'm so grateful to you and I'm so glad that the work we do here online is helping and supporting you. So if you would like to leave a review, head over to wherever you listen to this podcast and leave a review today. I appreciate you being here and I want to challenge you Today, to make the intention to get out the house with your kids, plan something, plan a trip somewhere. Remember, it doesn't have to be big or impressive. Unless you want it to be, it can be something simple because the point of it is not to do something dramatic, but the point is to be with your children, be present with your kids and do something memorable with them outside of their normal routine. Things might go wrong. In fact, something probably will. But remember, that is an opportunity to elevate those moments, to elevate that time together into something even more worthwhile. Thank you again for joining me here today. Have a beautiful week, everyone. Assalamu alaikum.